Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Get Jashed. Today, I'm so happy to have with me Ashley Bendler. Ashley is or has become a very good friend of mine in our mutual coaching group that we're in. Uh, But Ashley is in the direct sales industry with the goal to reinvent what the direct sales industry is by integrating the power and her experiences of manifestation, law of attraction, and our energy around our business and how we show up. So essentially in Ashley's business, she is an entertainer in the online space during which the shows and the energy is how everyone feels and how everyone comes along to it and what draws people in um, and and lives by the motto that how we feel is everything. So thank you so much for, for joining me, Ash. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to do this with you. Thank you so much for asking me and inviting me to come on with you. I'm so excited to jump into this with you. Oh, me too. No, I, my pleasure. Absolutely. Um, so you've been in your business for two years, but over the last year and a bit, like all year or so, you've been through quite the journey. So can you sort of share a little bit about it, a little bit? And I love the terminology you used just before we started recording, but um, can you share a little bit about the difference between where you're at and where you are now, just to start to paint that picture for people. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been in my current company that I'm with for two years now. I just celebrated my two-year anniversary, the beginning of January, and it's something that I love. Um, I came across it, and I, it was just something that I knew I needed to be a part of. Um, at the time when I started, I really had no idea what it could turn into. I went into it with just the goal of if I could just have fun and meet some new people, have some adult conversation between my husband and I, we have four kids. So being a stay at home mom is isolating at times. So we want something, we crave that adult connection. So I thought that this would be something great for that. And I also wanted to just earn an extra $250 a month to pay for my daughter's braces. She needed a lot of orthodontic work done. Um, And at the time, like we couldn't even barely make ends meet on our own. So trying to find the extra $250 under the couch cushions, as people tend to say, was difficult for us. So when I first started, that was my own goal. Like that was my very own goal. Um, I didn't really get too serious about my business until about a year in. I was hitting those little goals, but I didn't see the bigger picture right away because I think when a lot of people go into the direct sales industry, they go in starting off with, well, this could be something fun. And they don't really have the goal in mind from my experience that it can turn into something completely life-changing for for them and their families. So that was kind of where I was at. So about a year into my journey with bomb party, um, my 
husband, he has MS. He actually, we had went in for scans and they had found lesions on his brain. So they were just saying how, you know, his work would need to be different because he was in the construction industry. We had our own um, construction business and I could tell different things were happening with him over the course of six months to a year. So I kind of knew that that chapter was going to be coming to a close soon. Um, so he actually had to stop working his construction business to try to focus on his health. So our, um, that was our main source of income for our home. So we didn't, we essentially didn't have an income coming in. This was right before Christmas, right before Thanksgiving of last year. And that was kind of my rock bottom moment. My, our car was repoed. Like we woke up three days before Christmas and we woke up and my four-year-old or well, she was three at the time was like, mom, someone stole your car. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, oh. this is my rock bottom. Like we are going to like, I'm either going to go all in with my business and I'm going to, I'm going to go all in and I'm going to really see what this business can do for us. Or I'm going to, I'm going to have to figure something else out. And I was the type of person where I hadn't worked a traditional nine to five job, like away from the home in years. My oldest is 15. I had the opportunity when he was a year old to run a business from home. So I worked from home for, you know, all these years and raised my kids. Um, I had a serving job that I worked part-time, but for the most part, I could stay home and raise my kids myself. So I knew for me that it wasn't an option for me to go work, to go do that traditional, leave the house and work. So, um, I hit hardcore with my business and, um, things started taking off. I started working, um, really digging into the law of attraction and manifestation. That's when I really started digging deep with that stuff. I knew that I needed to retrain my brain, retrain my mindset. I know I needed to started believing in something higher than myself, something more powerful than myself to get me to hit my goals to where I wanted to get. So I remember at the end of 20, no, the end of 2019, I remember working with my business coach and she was like, tell me what you want your 2020 to look like. She's like, tell me, and this was before we knew we were going to get hit with a pandemic. <laughs> You want to earn. And I was like, I, I can't even see $10 right now. And she's like, we're going to put that aside. Like, don't, we're not going to, we're not going to dwell on that. Like, I understand it's good. We need to honor those feelings, but we can't unpack and live there. Like, what are, what do you want to do? So I wrote down and I won't ever forget it. I still have like the paper in my journal that I wanted to earn $5,000 per month. I'm like, okay, if I could earn $5,000 a month in my business, that would be great. Like that would be, you know, 60 K in one year. That would be amazing. Um, and then 2020 happened. My husband, it was a pandemic. My husband couldn't work. We, this was our, my, my business was it. And I surpassed that. And built us into a six-figure business. Yeah, which is insane and amazing because like what I love about your story is, I mean, I love it anyway, but like what I love about your story is that it, it really shows that like we can all hit a rock bottom, but it doesn't mean that it's the end. And it doesn't mean that that's the only option and it doesn't mean that like everything 
is going to be as bad as it feels like it will. And I like, and I know that for some people, like it really, really feels like that's the worst and there is no way out. And it can be so hard to see the way out when you're in it. Um, But by like, it sounds like by just doing little steps at a time and doing the little steps at a time where you felt safe to do them rather than expecting this huge amount. Like, like you said, you're like, I can't even see you $10, but then you allowed yourself to go, okay, well, like in a realistic, like tangible world, $5,000 a month will support. And that's, you know, that's great. Even if you didn't believe it, but by just going, okay, what do I actually need? That's what started to help shift everything for you and then like you said you surpassed it and you surpassed it quite quickly also right absolutely and I think that's something that I needed to do was it was it was easy I don't want to say it was easy for me to see it but Mm -hmm. it was it was a less shock to my nervous system to put down a number that I I believed in I guess at the time um because I mean when you when you go from where I was at to okay well I want to make you know, a million dollars. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, like you're in shock for that. Yeah. It's like, I don't believe that one second. Yeah. Yeah. So me making it a smaller goal, making it okay. $5,000 seems so reasonable. Like that sound, Mm -hmm. yes, it's work. It takes work to get there, but that seems like such a reasonable, realistic number for me at the time. So I broke it up and just, I broke it up in bite-sized pieces. And then I would just hit, you know, little goals and little goals. Okay. What do I need to do next? Like, what is my next step? So that's something I really work on cultivating within my team now is the little bite-sized pieces. So Mm they can not only work through the journey, but enjoy the journey along the way too. Yeah, definitely. Um, When you, so like those three days before Christmas in 2019, because we're in 2021 now. Okay. So the three days before Christmas in 2019, um, when your car got repoed and you just had scan, like new scans done for your husband. And like, that's a lot for, anyone or any family to be in all at once let alone like like one at a time right so what was what would you say like because hindsight is a beautiful beautiful thing (laughs) what would you say was like that little glimmer that little light shining through that made the difference from you just curling up and unpacking everything and just living there forever like you know you can have your moments but what was the difference between the what I imagine would have been the urge to just curl up and be like, oh, this is it. We're fucked. And this is where it's at to actually like packing, like picking everything up again and going, all right, what's the next best step? Is there like a little glimmer of light that was coming through that you recognized or was it just instinct? I think for me, it was that I had been so resilient through so much through like my whole life. I was a young single mom. I, you know, I've, I've been resilient through so much and I lived that pattern of hitting rock bottom and hitting rock bottom and being Mm. so financially fucked. (laughs) That's like the best word to use. Yeah. Like my whole life, I lived that just financial rut over that financial Mm. rut grabbing Peter to pay Paul, getting myself in so much debt, um, you know, not being able to pay some of the bills. Um, just, there was a lot of things and I was so resilient to those things 
that, that came a point where I was done being resilient. Like I was like, this is not my story anymore. This is no longer my story. I'm not going to keep getting in this, this, um, cycle that is so, what is the word I'm looking for? So damaging and so traumatic, like, cause these are very traumatic, damaging, um, cycles that I was getting into and I was Mm. done. So I think at that point I was just like, I'm 33 years old and I'm done. Like I'm, I'm done. I need to set a better example for my kids. I need to make sure that my kids future is secured. My kids don't deserve to live like this. Um, so I think that that, that was like my little glimmer of hope was okay. This, this is like the real rock bottom here. So there has to be something better. Like there's something better than this. So I just, that's just what I held on to. I held on to that vision and I, you know, would bring get out vision boards and I would make vision boards. And I would just, one of my things was that one of my littlest things was that how awesome would it be if we had all of our bills on auto pay and didn't have to worry about anything ever again. Like how awesome would that be? And I would just do that with everything, everything that I wanted. Like, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, we, we made, you know, $10,000 in my business. So I think that focusing on those little things, those little victories and celebrating every little bit along the way, like that's, that's just what helped me move through that whole period. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important as well. And I love how you brought in like, it wasn't just like goals for the sake of having goals, you know, because that's the missing piece. I think when people talk about the law of attraction, they're like, Oh, just like, you know, manifest it. It's like, yeah. And (laughs) bring it in and, and be with the feeling of what that feels like for you, what that difference is. Like you mentioned having all your bills on auto pay. For me, one of the things was like, you know, if I knew that I had a direct debit coming out, I didn't have to transfer money over to my account for that to work. Like that's one of those little things that I'm like, oh, that would just feel like so much ease in my income. And, and then without realizing it, it just kind of became a thing where I didn't have to do that anymore. You know, like it wasn't like I wasn't having to manage and juggle money, like, you know, from one holding account back to my main account, like, or anything like that. It was just like a, it's all there. And that's, it sounds like that's what you've done as well as just looking at what feels most supportive for you. Yeah. And what what feels too was we, we used to almost every other month have to borrow money from my in-laws. And it's so funny because that was one of our things too, is like, oh my gosh, we're like, it would feel so good. Like it would feel so liberating and so free not to have to go to our parents Mm. every couple of months and be like, Hey, this bill is due. Hey, like we need a little extra money to pay for this. And it's so funny because I was talking to my mother-in-law not that long ago. And I'm like, it's been a whole year since we've had to ask you to borrow money. How does that feel? And she's like, Oh my gosh, you're right. Like She's like, that feels pretty good. Like, how does it feel for you guys? You know, like, when you look at the picture as a whole of not just how it makes you feel, but how it makes Mm. the people feel around you too. It is like, it's just, it's, it's so much more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that like, how are your, how have your relationships shifted or changed since you like hit that rock bottom and made the decision? Like, I'm done. This is it. Like, yeah. Have, how have your relationships changed in that time? 
Um, I would say that the relationships have on, like on my end have gotten a lot better and gotten a lot less, um, I, I don't want to, there wasn't ever any like tension with relationships. My, mm-hmm. we have great like in-laws and my mom is like fantastic. Like they would never hold anything like that over our heads, but there was still like an uneasy thought about from me, like, oh my gosh, like we have to be careful of every little thing that we do because we, you know, borrowed money from somebody. Um, we were in a car accident four years ago and my husband and I, neither one of us could work for a year. We couldn't drive. It was really bad. So again, another cycle of where, you know, shit's hitting the fan and we don't know what to do, but we had to, every month we had to borrow money from my in-laws and it was like, okay, well, we almost like, I felt that I needed to be really careful with what, with what I was doing because I didn't want anyone, like I was so scared of being judged in a way of, we shouldn't be doing this because we don't want somebody to, um, get upset with us that, you know what I mean? Like it just, it was, yeah. You're walking on eggshells. Yes. Yeah. Always. Cause you're like, Oh, well, like I've borrowed money from them. So they can't like, you know, like we shouldn't have takeout for dinner because then they'll see that that's wasting like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, sure. was just more, that was just more thoughts in my head too, because hmm. I, we don't really have people in our life who, who would do that. But I mean, there were kind of people who would make comments about, Oh, well, you know, you guys don't have money or you don't do this, but you're doing A, B, C, and D. And it's like, I just, yeah. I hated having that. I hated having that cloud over us. Like it just, it, it did not make me feel good. It's a yucky feeling also. Like it's, it's, it's not a feeling that makes you feel expansive and makes you feel like you want to like, you know, go kick ass and go for your goals because you're like, oh, I just feel yuck in this instead. And yeah, I totally, totally get that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <it's> okay. <laughs> um, so tell me more about like your process now and how that's really solidified and how like, cause it's not like, it's not like you feel necessarily that great every day, even because you're human, like we all are. So what's your process like now? So now my process is just helping, um, helping my team members get to a better state with teaching them how to do the goals the way that I did and not taking Mm -hmm. it all into one lump thing of like, okay, here's the big goal. Like that's what we're working towards. I love to help other people go through a different process than I went through because it makes you less stressed. Um, I focus on what feels good to me first and what my, how I want to feel and being in alignment. And if things just don't feel good to me, I just, we don't do them. Like it's not what it's not being done. If it doesn't feel good, if it feels out of alignment, if it feels out of integrity, um, those are like the top things for me is just to make sure that I am energetically aligned with what I'm doing and then it just, it feels good. Yeah. Cause I'm always making decisions from a, from a un, un, unaligned, if that's even a word an unaligned place and a place that just always, I was making decisions from places where I was in a frantic, frantic mode, panic mode, instead of like what feels good to me. So I think being able to focus on my energy and what feels good to me first and foremost above any, above anything else is has really helped just calm 
like calm me down, especially with goal setting, especially with helping my team, especially with, um, paying bill, just all of that, just having the ease and flow come into it. And what feels good is what has helped. Mm. So yeah, that's awesome. And I love, again, like, as you were saying that I just could see your journey of like going with what feels safe, what feels good as the next best step, not having to leap or force yourself to leap that far either, but really being grounded in like, okay, what is it right now? What is it right now? And bringing yourself back to the present over and over again. And I think that's the most powerful thing. Cause like I, I do this too sometimes where I get caught up in like the future and trying to like, you know, do all of that there. Whereas I'm here still. So how can I be here? And like, what feels good to me here and not what's bypassing what I'm feeling, but what feels most supportive to me and what feels safest for me to process what I need to process or then take the next step when I'm ready or whatever it is. And that's, that's a huge difference in how we can feel and show up in our lives as well. Yeah. There's a lot of pivoting because there's a lot of worry about, um, you know, especially coming from a place where I've, I've come from in my past with my finances and with money, there's a lot of pivoting, like, okay, when these fears come up, cause they're going to come up, they always do mm-hmm. when you hear of, you know, oh my gosh, like what if, what if this happens or what if that happens? So I always have to take a deep breath and remind myself that I am safe and I am supported and not to make any decisions based on what I feel may go wrong in the future. Yeah. So that has been yeah. a huge, that has been a huge growth tool of mine for sure. Yeah. It's making the decision based on possibilities, not limitations and like based on, okay, what could go right? if I make this decision rather than expecting everything to go wrong. Yeah, Mm. absolutely. I love that. Um, So for people who are interested, is there anywhere in particular they can find you on socials or anything like that? Oh my gosh. Yes. So (laughs) you can always find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Ashley Bendler, A-S-H-L-E-Y-B-E-N-D-L-E-R. Same on Facebook is Ashley Bendler. And then my business page, if anybody in the U.S., we are not in any other countries right now, but I am so hoping that I know it's in the plans and the works for the future to open up because we're a new company to open up um, internationally, which will be so Mm. fun. Um, But if you want to have some fun entertainment, live jewelry reveals, you can find me at Pixie Dust Gems on Facebook. Awesome. I'll include all of them in the caption and the show notes as well. So that way people can easily find it. But awesome. uh, Thank you so much for coming on and sharing a bit of your story and your process, because I feel like it's just really, really useful for reminders for all of us sometimes to go like, especially when things feel hard, because they will feel hard in this life. But like, to go, okay, it's allowed to feel hard. And then what's my next best option? What's my next best step from here? And just allowing ourselves to choose one little thing that can make a huge difference and that it's a long game, this life, not, you know, not just like the next month. So thank you so much for that reminder also. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. 
Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being. 